How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. And my guest today, she's a trailblazer who has gone by a few different names throughout her wrestling tenure. She was known as Victoria in WWE. She went on to do great things as Tara in TNA Impact. But one thing is for certain, she's not the lady to mess with. (laughs) Miss Lisa Marie Varon, how are you doing? Thank you. I actually, you are the first person that pronounced my last name correctly. Oh, all no. All the podcasts I've done, they say Verone. And I'm so, just tired of correcting them at, at this point. But thank you for getting that correct. You so know, we're off on a good foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But um, sorry about the lighting. Um, I have my windows. I live in a studio loft in San Diego. Yeah, no worries. I just have windows, and it's so bright. Mm-hmm. And I have my ring light still, so because you use StreamYard, there's no filtering, and I want to get rid of the wrinkles. So there. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, of course. How how's it? What's a typical day for you like? Oh my goodness. Um, I set my alarm, um, which I don't need. I wake up early now, um, but I always make a list. Um, you know, I have my big cartel store, so I have a lot of shipping. I do a live auction. Um, I try to do it once a week, but. If I have like if I don't have a Comic Con or a WrestleCon on the weekend or something like that, I do a, a live auction and it's more like it's it's almost like an Instagram um, page where yeah. I can invite somebody in and chit chat with them and then have them, you know, we chit chat. How do you want me to personalize this? It's, it's it's really awesome that you know when you know life after wrestling is not like what you guys think. It's super lucrative. We are still hustlers and trying to pay bills and make a living and you know i live in san diego it's not cheap not like new york but it's <laughs> you know it's 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 pretty pricey so it's, it's adulting is way overrated can i just tell you yeah where yeah. do you live now well you hit it right on the head new york i thought it was pretty obvious right behind me you see i did but i saw that but um okay so i had like a couple podcasts and then one was from london so mm. i was like oh my god it's really late their time you know what i mean the time they you know booked it but um yeah new york has hated it and when we have shows in wwe in new york like at msg we all we took a cab forget i mean you kind of you kind of have to i mean i i have my own reasons for the car but like i know like subways for somebody who's like not like living in new york subways and taxis anything like that is the best way to go because absolutely it's a nightmare getting around it is and you get anxiety because you just don't know what yeah what what, what exit do i get off on Uh, i'm not exit you know like what's yeah yeah yeah, i'm with you but thank you for having me on the show i'm cutting you off because i talk too much (laughs) no no worries i've got a we could start from the top here i got a funny story for you actually because About four weeks ago, I was, um, funny enough, taking taking my car to the uh, dealership to get an oil change, and I was having a conversation with a buddy, and faintly, mid-conversation, I cut him off, and I'm like, you hear that? And it was your old, original WWE theme song. Um, the, all the things. She, all yeah. The things she, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that daily um, on my text messages and my dms like you know oh my gosh look what just came on my radio that kind of stuff you know that was my favorite um entrance music i did i was very lucky that i got really freaking cool mm-hmm. you know Nicki minaj was my second one but she wasn't Nicki minaj at the time <laughs> and i've been in 
in TNA, they gave me broken and they made mm -hmm. it from scratch for me. And um, I, I I loved every entrance song I came out to. I'm, I'm one of the blessed ones that did not come out with a generic hard rock song. Yeah. <laughs> a recycled song, you know. But yeah, that song still, I actually bought the single from Tattoo. This single on an album, dude, $175, $175 I paid for this. So like I'm going to Just to have the song, like. The album, the album, that's it. The album, the single, and I'm going to put it with my, you know, Yes, I Lost My Mind t-shirt and my Yes, I Lost My Mind 8 by 10 I'm going to do a package and sell it. What, I don't have a, what am I going to do with it? But I was just like, I want it, but then I put it, of course, in my utility closet. Mm -hmm. when it's going to get mold and it's going to, it's going to get cracked. So I just thought, you know, we're all hustlers. Like I said, <laughs> how, how much like input did you have on what theme songs were assigned to none? Or is it just organic? It was, um, when they gave me, um, when they gave me tattoo, they asked, we have an entrance song we like you to listen to. And then they showed me the video. And I was like going, are they wanting me doing lesbian angle? Because I'm, I'm not a lesbian and um, which nothing against it. We're LG yeah. plus. I'm a big supporter. I'm a RuPaul. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a drag queen fanatic. And um, I went to go watch it. And I'm like, wow, it's really not for my character. It's not eerie enough. I go, can I go get Fit Finley? Fit Finley came in and I go, it's just not scary. Like, like, it's not like, Oof, you know, like Undertaker mm -hmm. or Triple H song, like coming out, like, you know, yeah. and um, he's like, can you, can you make it more creepy at the beginning? And so they did it and I loved it. Um, it was perfect. It was perfection. But, um, and then they, they only owned it for a year. That's why, why'd you change your song? They only owned it for a year. And they asked, what, what are you into? And I said, I was a hip hop dancer as a kid, um, cheerleading and um, took dance, gymnastics. And uh, and they were like, okay, we'll give you a hip hop song. And so they went to go get somebody that was not, her name was not Nicki Minaj. I don't remember what it was called, her name was at the time. Um, so they got her to do it and I loved it. I really did. And then they remember that I was baby faced. So it was a little fast upbeat. Mm -hmm. And then when I turned heel, they just slowed it down. Laziness. That's all I got to say is laziness. I'm like, really? Come on. And then TNA, what kind of song do you want to come out to? And I'm like, you guys are the, I'm not an overthinker, whatever you guys think, you know, I did like the tattoo song and then mm -hmm. so they, they worked off of that and I loved it. Still don't know the lyrics. Yeah, your your whole presentation I really enjoyed. Like they even from like the smaller details, like such as like the Titantron, I think they had like they had the hand with the eye coming out of it, I think it was. And I did not know what they were doing. Your first name's Mike, right? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. All right, Mike. It's I, I'm used to seeing on freaking Zoom the the names here, but I, I did check your email. But um they just said like just do keep on doing this with your hands. They didn't tell me what they were doing. And then if you see, there's a cheesy part on my Titron. They sat me in a trash can and my head was supposed to turn around, but they just turned the um, the the trash can around. So you don't see the hair go to the other side, you mm. know? So yeah, yeah, but uh, I loved it. Um, and that's like so minuscule, like in wrestling, like you don't really worry, like what's my entrance song gonna be? It's not, yeah. 
you know, let me just present my my skills and my 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 wrestling skills out there. And that was more important to me than I didn't care about all the other stuff. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. glitz and glamour. Um, I wanted to be an athlete, you know, and show my my stunts and my me catching the girls and letting let, letting them look good and me make my an asshole of myself. Am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no worries. Yeah, yeah. It's like God TV. We curse on yeah. that too. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, life's all about cursing. You know what I mean? So if it happens, it's hand in hand. You can't talk <laughs> about wrestling with the F word, unfortunately. <laughs> right. So I know prior to wrestling, you were obviously bodybuilding. Did you have like any uh, career path in mind or were you just doing the bodybuilding thing and seeing where that took you? Okay. I just did one bodybuilding show. And then um, I saw fitness competitions on TV, which was gymnastics routine with a dance routine like you had to um, insert certain one-arm push-ups certain splits some jumps um which was my forte you mm-hmm. know it was for to a, a, a and then and then posing and i was mus- muscular and when i saw that on tv fitness america um i was like oh why didn't i see this bodybuilding is not me like i was when i did my first bodybuilding competition i would think i was 118 or 123 pounds i'm 165 now so it was like i was shredded but got in it too fast where like my muscle maturity wasn't there yeah but, um did the fitness competitions met tori wilson um knew trish from the fitness industry and tori got into wcw and mm-hmm. she brought me backstage we became really best friends in the fitness industry we were rooming together we were both sponsored by the same company um it was it was um water h was um life o2 it was a water with it was oxygenate oxygenated and um this is back in the day i can't believe i remember this and we did obstacle course um competitions with the with the posing um the bikini posing and stuff mm-hmm. like that it was you know some they judge you by s- symmetry you know okay. it's not like boobs and butt it's not that it's like does their delts match the quads separate it's very detailed it's mm-hmm. very intricate and it's makes you insane because it makes you very insecure being really judged by your looks. Yeah. So that, yeah, shame on everybody that is so shallow and judges on that. But um, it, I was very competitive and I went backstage with WCW um, with Tori to see what I go, you get paid to walk a guy out. Oh my God. And then um, she was trying to get me into WCW, but they were, you know, not, I, I think that's when it was a, was kind of crumbling. I don't want to say crumbling. That's so negative, but it was not, you know, they weren't hiring anybody new. And right. um, when I went backstage, they were like, Hey, you, do you have any fancy clothes? We'd like to use you on a segment. And one of the, the dancers, um, not fly girls, I'm getting living color. Um, Nitro girls. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gave me an outfit and I sat on Scott Hall's lap twirling his hair and with the entourage with all the girls and they put me in a limo with them getting out of a limo and I was like you get paid for this are you kidding me like I went I was a biology major you're pre-med UCLA and um Loma Linda University and I don't even have I don't have to think you know and um I met China she came I, I started personal training I used to my old job was removing corneas heart saphenous vein bone middle ear for transplantation and I mm-hmm. wanted to go to med school okay and that's what got me addicted to working out when I was working on young kids that 
shouldn't been experience these health problems at that age. And I was like, you know, my family, you know, my dad's Puerto Rican. My mom, like, is from Japan. Like, she's not Japanese, but we ate to eat and enjoy. No dieting. No, we didn't know what was good for us. We just ate. That was it. And um, I was like, this is my future. And I got addicted to working out. But um, met China at a health club, um, personal training. Um, and she wasn't my client or anything. She just came in. I introduced myself. I go, you might know a couple of my friends that are in the industry, Tori Wilson and Trish Stratus. She goes, well, are you a wrestler? You look like you would be a wrestler. And I go, yeah, I, go, I think I can do what Ray Mysterio and RVD do um, in the ring because I was a gymnast. Right. Of course, stupid ass me, I want to be a flyer, but that's more high risk injury. And I was a bigger girl. And she goes, oh, you should look into it. And I sent my stuff in to WWF at the time. Mm-hmm. And I got a call back in a month and I asked them, what do you see me doing? They're like, we see you wrestle and do you wrestle? And I go, my three older brothers did. <laughs> my oldest brother was in the Olympics and um, competitive family. This is where I get it from. Okay. Mm-hmm. And even in grades, like studying and stuff like that, we had to be at the top. Right. And um, I Googled pro wrestling school and I was like, they want to meet me in 30 days. And I thought I can learn how to wrestle in 30 days, which is not possible. And I got signed as um, Godfather was having an opening for two permanent Godfather hoes. That's my foot in the door, and the rest is history. I went to JR and said, hey, Brooklyn Brawler, JR told me I need to move to Memphis to learn how to wrestle a little bit more old school way, Mm -hmm. and like a little bit more intricate. And um, they're like, oh, you're willing to move. And I thought you were married. And I go, yeah, I go, but he's very supportive. And then they had a meeting about me. And then a week later, they came back and were like, how fast can you get to Memphis? And I go, when do you need me? They're like, in a week, broke our lease in West Hollywood, um, California. Very expensive also. Mm-hmm. I have really bad taste in like places to <laughs> with you. Um, and moved, packed our U-Haul up, moved to Memphis, and went there for a year. That school closed down. I got transferred to OVW. The rest got um, transferred to Cincinnati, and um, holy crap, I did not know what it entailed. It's not easy being a wrestler. Like, what we do in there, from the outside looking in, it looks super easy. Anybody can do that. It's not easy. Um, you got to think on your feet um, for the girls. Show your face. Like, when you're in the camera, you know, show the emotion on your face, um, your outfit, um, working the camera angles like everything was the promos like everything is just it's improv it's not a movie where you take it from another angle go okay Mm -hmm. we didn't do that right let's cut do that again we don't get that chance you get one shot one shot only to get it not perfect there's no such thing but you know uh what's the word um them just to go that was a that's good. That's good. Never. That was great. That was great. Never that. But you know, that was a good match. You know what I mean? Made us work hard, though. We were very competitive. You know? Yeah. Think, things such as I talked about this um, with Melina as well. Things such as like facial expressions and body language are so like key parts of professional wrestling that like a casual person who doesn't maybe follow it as religiously, they're not going to like pick up on like the psychology yeah. right away. Whereas- exactly. Psychology is the most difficult part about wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, is to get the people emotionally invested. 
But when I went to Memphis, it was more old school style. So when I went to WWE and, you know, like you get brought up and you're like, hey, let's grapple. And they're like, yeah, wow, you really wrestle very psychotically. That's how I got my psycho gimmick. And I'm like, well, I'm just, you know, we were taught in Memphis, you want the last person in the last row mm-hmm. to be able to see what you're doing. So mine was very over-exaggerated, like more body language. This is what I'm going to do to you. And I had to, um, you know, sometimes cut back because it was too obvious what my next move was. But that's what taught me facial expressions and body language. I was more of a stalker. I'm mm-hmm. not more of a, you know, these days it's, the generations change. It's very move, 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 spot, 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 spot. Mine was not. Let's do this. Stop. And I'll tell the camera guy, zoom in on my face because I'm going to kill this girl. And I'm going to tell it with my face. You know what I mean? And um, that that told the story. Like, you got to do, it's the whole entire package is the character, the entrance, telling the story at the beginning. You got to know who's baby face, who's kill at the beginning. By the, you know, you want the, you want the fans to go, oh, that's who I'm supposed to boo. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my job. You know what I mean? I hated yeah. being baby face, Mike. I hated it. Oh, I can imagine it's a lot harder because, like, I think fans can relate to somebody who's a heel because I think everybody in their normal day in life, somebody's going to hate their job. Somebody's going to hate their person that they're seeing every day. Or that high school or junior high or the elementary, elementary school bully, or like that asshole kid that was like, shut <laughs> up already. Like, fuck. I mean, excuse my language, but just shut yeah. up. Let us learn. Like, we're... You're interrupting the te- like those or like like you get picked on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think it it's easy to be somebody to hate than someone to love. It's more difficult being a baby face, but it's also the heel's job to make you feel sorry for the baby face. Mm-hmm. So it's for you, you both are partners in this, you know, like dancing partners. One's bad guy, one's good guy, and usually, like if I don't hear them booing me, I tell the girl. Um, cover your face. I'm going ape shit. I'm gonna. I'm beating the shit out of you. Um, you know, like just cover up. Just cover up. Protect yourself, because I. They're like, stop, stop. Get off of her. Get off her. I go. Okay. Now I did my job. Now they're booing me. You know what I mean? So like, it's a lot of listening to the fans, what they're buying and what they're not. Right. I do make old school characters. I really do. Oh yeah. 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 Iro- ironically, we're talking about, and I do agree with you that I, I enjoyed you more as a heel than a baby face, but ironically, my first memories watching you was when you were a, a face because it was actually the uh, hair versus hair match with you and Molly Holly. Molly Holly, yes, yeah, and that was her idea. Um, the yeah. hair, they, she went to the office, I'm going to have the first hair versus hair match on WWE television, and they asked her, who do you want to face? And she said, Victoria. Um, we're, you know, you always want to work with a person that's very giving mm-hmm. and not the person that goes, I got to get my shit in. That's the yeah. same the company is, let me get my shit in. I don't care how bad, I mean, I want to look good as a wrestler. Part of being a heel, you make yourself look like an asshole because, you know, I can trip on the ropes and mm-hmm. people are like, ah, you tripped. And I'm like, okay, I'm a heel. I can do that. But, um, when they, they turned me face, they were like, you know, that's when they were like, hey, what did you, you know, what kind of music did you listen to? And as I was a hip hop dancer, they're like, oh, come out in hip hop, do a dance routine. Oh, great. But it was no like transition of like, why did she turn baby face? 
I was getting cheered for as a baby face. That's why mm -hmm. they cheered me. people were not uh, booing me. They right. were like going, oh, she's a badass, you know, chick and, you know, not the normal skinny girl, model-esque kind of girl. She's yeah. a, you know, very tomboy and um, I'm still a tomboy, obviously, how I dress. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not the feminine, dainty kind of gal, but um, growing up with three brothers, that explains a lot. But um, yeah, I was just thrown into that and I was like, that's when I started kissing kids and going, I got I, I don't know how to be a baby face. I don't know how to get these people to cheer for me because I'm mm -hmm. much bigger than these girls. How am I going to get them to be on her side when I'm obviously a bigger girl that can probably beat them up? Not to say size is everything, yeah. but it makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're always scared of the bigger Goliath in this, you know? Yeah. But yeah. That's weird that you started watching me when I was a baby face. <laughs> I caught you like right at the very end of the heel okay. was when I like was like the majority of my uh, recollection of when I started watching. Okay, you're young. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I get it. Okay. So Madison Square Garden was where that show took place. So that's why I was like very, I remember very well. Isn't that like epic building? Um, mm -hmm. And that building is my, my first hardcore match with, uh, with uh, Trish and New York. They like the heels. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Yeah, um, yeah, they, they just they just are just down and dirty and just they just you know I get it because my dad's from the Bronx, you know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like the badass person gets the cheers and stuff like that, which is shame on my upbringing, right? But um yeah, that was that was epic. It was just um I'm going to be honest with you, I had an amazing career. I have no complaints at all. Um you know, my body hurts. Don't get me wrong, you know, like I'm, I'm a little grizzled. We call ourselves grizzled vets. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, aches and pains go with it. But, um, you know, uh, I'm very proud of the new generation now. Like yeah. they are freaking, they can run circles around us. Um, back in our, like mine was more move, 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 move. Stop. Let me show my face. Let me get my body going. I'm going to kill you. You know, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. And now it's just like, oh, I could not keep up with this person. Like, they are just so athletic and they're cardiovascular. Uh, they're just, they're very agile. And they're like Olympians now. <laughs> seriously. My goodness. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. Very what did proud. You, yeah. What, what did you think about the shift from, obviously, when you first started? Because you came up in uh, the Attitude Era, obviously. And then. It was the golden generation. It was the golden yeah. era. It was the mm -hmm. tail end of the... the tail end of the attitude, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. what did I think? What? what? What did you think about the shift from when you first came up to then, like, towards, like, your exit around, like, 08, 09? Because there was kind of a shift. Well, not kind of. There clearly was a shift where, like, you know, the women's matches had gotten, like, much shorter towards the end of your run. And then, like, the moves, you know, you weren't allowed to do, like, you were restricted on what you sh were allowed to do, rather. Um, yeah, we, reminded, we, had to be, Mike, we had to be reminded that we're women and to uh, fight like women that you see at a bar fight. We mm. do pull hair. And we were, we wanted, our mindset was like, we want to wrestle like dudes. You know, we know how to suplex. We know how to do this move. We know how to superplex. We, you know, like I can military press her. We mm -hmm. wanted to show off and be the best wrestlers, not as females, just best wrestlers, at, at period. Um, but, you know, even my generation, like the Diva Search came in. And, um, you know, I didn't have wrestling experience, Mike, when I got in. Mm -hmm. 
I got in on my appearance and my athletically, my athletic ability, gymnastics and my dance routines and, you know, um, uh, the stuff I, I, I presented to them, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I, I get it for the diva search and all the new girls that were brought in as a model and on their looks. It's not their fault that they got brought in like that. So give them a chance, let them prove themselves that they deserve to be there. You know, they, they got in early, like Christy Hemi, when she got in, I go, I, that's like, probably like, I've never, like Vincent McMahon and I, like I've had three conversations with them in my life. And one of them was, give me Christy Hemi. I'm gonna make her look good. I'll get there early at shows, house shows, I'll get there early. Let's, let's you know, give her to me. I'll make her look like a million bucks. I don't care mm -hmm. if I look like an asshole. I'm going to make her look good as possible. And um, because I was very green when I started and still feel green sometimes when I go back. And um, you can't like, you know, it's not, you know, there was an opportunity. They took it. You know what yeah. I mean? Anybody would take it. And but right. don't treat them like shit. Give them a chance because they could be fam fabulous. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So yeah, the humbleness. I just had an interview with Charmel, Booker T's wife. I hate saying that because it's like yeah. Charmel, Queen Charmel. Um, and we were talking about our training back in the day and just being humble is a big part of, you gotta be humble. Right. Um, I'm, I'm realizing when I was doing independence after I was thinking I'm done and um, no, it was just like, I go, wow, these people are like, um, not entitled, but it was like, like I, we were always super nervous to go out there, like about to throw up. And we were like getting mm -hmm. nervous belly. I got to the bathroom. Hold on. Hold on. No, we're up in five minutes. Okay. I can't. Okay. Do you got it? Like we would be like, <sighs> and once our music hit, we're in character, but that nervousness made us have such great wrestling matches. You know, we would say, Hey, sorry, let's say sorry. Now I might tag you on this move. Like, I don't mean to do it, you know, it's, it's entertainment. You got to take that in consideration. I don't mean to really punch your face or slam you so hard, but the emotions and you feed off the fans so much that you say sorry in the back and hug each other at the end. You know, um, did everything feel okay? Like, be honest with me. Did I tag you on this move? Because you need to let me know because I need to kind of hold back a little bit next time, you know, because you want to work longevity. Right. It's about having a sustained yes, career. Yes. Yeah. It's just, it's just important to that your trust, you're trusting each other in each other's like hands. Like, you know, I would rather hurt myself and break my arm, break my neck before I miss a person falling from the top of the cage and I miss her and she breaks her arm. I can, yeah, I'd rather hurt myself. Mm -hmm. before my opponent you know was yeah. it you and michelle mccool that had to refilm a match during like a taping because yeah. like the, the punches looked uh i don't know we still okay i hear from you guys why we had to do it again i still don't know the exact reason we're like in the back taking our gear off going you know it's soaking wet our gear is like we don't look pretty anymore because we just like our eyelashes are dangling off and um we have to do it again. I'm like, shut up. No, we have to do it again. What? Wow. Um, and then we hear later on, like, it was our, it was too manly. I don't know. We were, you know, workers and what, I, I don't know. Not, I don't want to say manly. 
don't clickbait that. No, I know no. that you're saying maybe our punches were too good, but we had to do it again. And we still came back going, no one even came up to us. Why did we have to do that again? I still don't have know the explanation, which is a good reason why I need to ask uh, Michelle McCool, why did we have to do it again? Did you, did she ever make a remark about that? There's a YouTube video from uh, one of her old, she had an old YouTube channel and I think she uh, was talking about it in there. I think if you look up on, if you look up on Google, Michelle McCool and Victoria, like redo match, or there's a video of it and it's, you know. And that match was not like an easy, like three minute match. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. when we started getting cut down on our times and stuff like that, that was, we got so used to that. So like, Okay, we have nine minutes. It's probably going to be five. You know what I mean? Because someone's yeah. going to go over on their time. You know, we have, we still have to keep time cues for, you know, you don't want to take any time for the main event. They're mm-hmm. the ones that fill the seat. Like, God forbid Shawn Michaels get three minute cut off his match or like, you know, you would never say anything, but you want, you know, they are the main eventers and we have our place and don't go over on your time zones. But some people do. And, and unfortunately, us women paid the wrath of that yeah we would have like three minutes oh jesus um let's just you what do you want to cut out well we'll just talk it over out there just you know we'll improv out there you know we'll fill it we'll fill Mm -hmm. it we'll listen to the time cues from the referee and he'll tell us when to go home which means you need to finish this you know what i mean and um we would just listen or like okay get ready cover your head I'm going to cut you off really big time with a big, strong move. And then, you know, alley-oop, then you, you know, either win or lose that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's, it was part of the business. I'm not angry about it. I'll be honest with you. Um, Like, I think the fans were more angry than we were. They were like, they would just roll our eyes. Oh, that's typical. Okay. It's another night, you know, that kind of stuff. But we were never pissed about it. What the F? We never we're like that, you know, we'll make the best out of the situation. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. it's hard, you know, back in that, not that era. I think you were actually uh, very instrumental during that era in terms of helping to like groom some of the newer women that were coming up. Cause if you think about it, uh, Michelle, right prior to her push, um, you were working very closely against her in like a feud, and then you actually were the one that, like, on screen introduced Natty. So you were kind of grooming both of them. Which is very bizarre. No, no, Natty has way more experience than me. <laughs> Natty, oh, no way, no, like she could wrestle circles around me. No way, there was not. No, I was just, um, you know, when you're new in the company, you're not welcome with open arms. You're, you know, we had one match, female match. So you're all, we're all fighting for that spot. You know what I mean? And I knew like every new girl that was coming in, you know, give them, give them to me. You know what I mean? I know they're not, they're green. I was green when I started. I didn't know what the hell I was doing either. Like Kelly Kelly, give her to me. Yeah. She's beautiful. And people do not want to see her get hurt. I'm going to hurt her. Well, hurt her. Sorry for her. You know what I mean? And um, I didn't. I didn't groom everybody. I just was easy to work with. Like when Candice Michelle, like her retirement match, she goes. She went with at Hardcore, you know, Tommy Dreamer's um, yeah. promotion. I want it with Lisa. I, I knew why because I'm very giving um, in the ring. What do you want to do? Okay, that's fine. Let's do it. 
I'm not one like, well, I don't think I'm bigger. I don't think I should do that move. That's too strong for you. I don't care. Well, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a give and take. You know, you can't be selfish in this business, you know? And if you're always second guessing, like, am I being too selfish? That's what the agents aren't there for. Like, I go to fit. I go, does it make sense? This is our match. We'd go, we wouldn't go choreograph, but this is our cut of spot. This is the go home spot. This is the beginning. Is there anything that needs to be that not to do? And he would say, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like that, I mean, you go to the Arn Anderson, Rick, Ricky Steamboat, you go to the big wigs, um, Regal and all that kind of stuff. Hey, can I just tell you like a little bit of some of the spots, you know, that kind of stuff, because we want to go out there and entertain and impress everybody. Um, we're not miss know-it-alls. And um, I, I have, um, I'm proud to say that a lot of people like to work with me because I was not snobby. I wasn't like, why are you doing that to me? I would, I, that, it just never happened. It's, it's wrestling. I'm not an MMA fighter. You know, it's entertainment. Let's make the story work. Get the people invested. I'm going to be a bad guy. You be the good guy. Let people love you. You get the posters. You get the Playboy spread. You know, let me be the bully. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. that's part of it. You know what I mean? Um, that's the business, man. You know what you're getting into. You know, um, I think the fans are more upset than we were, honestly. Hey, I got on. I got on. You know what? Like, I had a match on the card. That's all I care about. At least I was on the show. You know what I mean? I don't care if I win or lose. I was a part of of that episode. I was part of Raw. I was part of SmackDown. I was part of the pay per view. I was on the live event. Like at least I had a match. You know, with, mm -hmm. you're grateful for the experience and be part of a show. Such a great big stage of a show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is the Hall of Fame something that you ever think about, or you're kind of just like, if it happens, it happens. And Mike, Mike. You guys are more upset. Every time I do a guest appearance, I do Comic-Cons. You know I love my Comic-Cons. I'm a big nerd, okay? Oh, yeah. They've yeah. been coming to New York in October, Comic-Con is. Oh, pitch me. Yep. They're going to be here. this girl here. I've never <laughs> done New York Comic-Con. Honestly. Yeah. It's okay, relatively new, I think, yeah. I love I love Comic-Cons. I'm just like, you know, Ninja Turtles, Transformers. I like my animes. I, I'm just into that lifestyle um, more so than the wrestling cons. Yeah. But when I do the, the the conventions, you guys are like going, why the hell have you not been in the Hall of Fame? I'm like, it's not my decision. Uh, you guys think I can call and say, hey, I should be in the Hall of Fame. That's pretty <laughs> pompous. It's pompous. I, I can't, right. I'm just, that does, that's not in my genetic, like I'm just, I'm very humble. I'm not, I should be this. I should do, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not a conceited person. And right. when it happens, it's well deserved. I'm not in a rush. Like um, the fans tell me these, this, how they feel about it. You know, um, yes, you're asking me if I want to be in the Hall of Fame. Of course, mm -hmm. of course, it's a big pat on the back from the company, and um, and it's a cool ass ring. <laughs> yeah, well, that's besides. Instead of carrying my WWE belt at every convention that I'm always at, I might have on my shoulder. They always give it to the 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 fan or like the friend you hold the belt let's take a picture i'll have the ring you know what i mean but um it's not like it doesn't hurt my feelings mm -hmm. i think you know i 
I'm pretty satisfied of like what I've done in my career. Um, do I have anything else to prove? No, I, I worked hard for my spot. I wanted to be the best, not female wrestler. I wanted to be the rest, rest, best wrestler. I just, I did, I wanted the respect from the guys, the girls, production, cable guys, the cameramen. I just, you know, it's, it's a whole team. Like it's a whole team and, um, you know, you got, it's, it's the camera guys too. The guys that move the cord so you don't trip on the outside of the apron. And like, it's, it's just a group effort. It's, it's the whole crew that makes a good show. Yeah. And I think people are forgetting that, you know? I'm not saying thank the little people, but thank people who are part of the show. I don't care what you do in that company. If you're like, I don't, I can't even think of a spot. The one that's sweeping the freaking canvas between matches. Thank you. Thank you. You're preventing me from breaking my neck and slipping yeah. on something, you know, getting the oil off the ropes. Freaking thank you. Thank you mm -hmm. for doing that. You know, you're not better than anybody else. I'm sorry. Yeah, how, I got how did you... right there, didn't I? I got a little bit on my my little platform because I, I know. Just, I mean, you I know, know. I, like be, I like humble people. I surround myself by no. it, not, not entitled people. Like yeah. I, I like people that are just grateful. Yeah, grateful for the experience. You know what I mean? Listen, yeah. you gotta you gotta own that. that, that there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I would never be able to experience the world. Go to Japan. Um, Korea, all these places. Of course, we don't get a vacation there. You know, we go straight to the building, the yeah. hotel, that kind of stuff. But um, to be able to say that I've been to all these places and like just like these different countries, you're just like, you don't think you're big there. I remember yeah. going up to, uh, I think it was Japan. Who are these velvet ropes, these red velvet ropes for? Is there, is like ACDC here or is Ozzy Osbourne here? They're like, no, that's for you. And I'm like, us? What? <laughs> we went to our car. We stayed at we stay at um Red Roof. I'm like, we don't get this velvet ropes and everything like that. It was like it was very bonkers to me, you know. But it was like, wow, you like for us, like wrestlers, I think we do live like in a bubble, you know. Like for me, like if I get recognized, oh my god, I can't believe it's you. Oh my god, and they go crazy, and I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I live in a studio loft in San Diego. I have I clean my own pee pee pads. I, I have to steam clean my carpet. I am just as normal as you you are. I just had the opportunity to be on the big screen. You know what I mean? The big platform, yeah. the big stage of WWE and Impact Wrestling. And I'm very grateful of that. But I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm one that doesn't, I'm not comfortable when people freak out when they meet me. I'm, I don't know what you'll, you'll so, if, like that's, I, that's, I, that's like, that makes you anxious or? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, 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 here, here. Um, Oh, stop it, stop it. And then I'll start talking to the mom. And I'm like, try to, uh, I, I'm not ignoring the situation, but I avert, avert to something else like going because I'm not, I don't know how to take it. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I feel like in the same boat as them because, like, you know, I mark out when I see Sting, Undertaker, like, you know, Ricky Steamboat, and Rick, like, you know, I'm, I'm still a yeah. mark too. And mm -hmm. it, I'm not different than, I just got to work with them. But I'm still in the same boat as everybody. And don't worry, they they just texted me and they're running ten minutes late. I know you're looking at the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm very grateful of what I've done, and I'm 
I'm not trying to sound so politically correct, honestly. I'm not trying to kiss ass or anything like that. I know like how like my longevity in the in the business and I think my longevity was working with the the green people and not being being like you've only been the wrestling business two months you don't belong here i'm going to give you a chance because i got the opportunity i didn't have experience either and i got the opportunity and you know became what i was you know mm-hmm. i'm trying to word myself because i don't want i hate clickbaits going lisa thinks she's the best because i don't think i'm the best you listen I, you don't have to worry about that man. like we hate those <laughs> We hate those. No, I know. It's oh, just people Lord. trying to people try to take the easy way to grow them, grow their brands. Which I which I understand because you know we have God TV show with Mickey James and SoCalVal, cheap plug, you know. But we don't do clickbaits, and this is people ask like, "Wow, oh, you guys get a lot of guests." It's because we're friends with them. They know we're not going to throw them under the boat. I mean, right. like you know, under the bridge or anything like that. Like you know, we're not going to go. He said this happened. It's not going to. It's. It's a trust one on one. It's a trust building exercise. It is. It is. And then, yeah. like, people ask, you know, when I saw when you emailed me, like, if you want to look at my YouTube, I did reach out to Melina. I go, I have a um, interview with someone you've done it with. Oh, she goes, did you watch it? And I go, I don't know. I really don't watch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just saw. I go, is it someone that I have to go a easy on the questions, like like be respectful, that kind of stuff? And she goes, No, I would tell you. She goes. Yeah, we all talk to each other like what podcasts are, you know, are good to do or ones that are like, they're just trying to show off to the friends. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've had once before and I was like, I, w- I, was, I was booked for a 45 minute podcast and they introduced me for 30 minutes in the podcast. And I'm like, um, okay, I go, I timed it from the beginning because my boyfriend comes home from work. Okay. Don't forget I'm in California time. Mm-hmm. The dogs are going to go crazy. I got to feed the dogs. So I'm timing it going, I got to cook dinner. You know, <laughs> see how normal we are. I got, <laughs> I got shit to do. I got to the post office and you know, I got, you know, that, but yeah, it was just like, I was, who booked this? I was just like, oh my gosh. And then, yeah, you'll remember those and those will come up like going, don't do that one. Don't do it like that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we all talk, try to protect yeah. each other and not which not saying waste. It, it's very flattering to get requested to do interviews, but some of them they're not savvy. Um, how do you word it? Um, not really familiar with the career. Right. You know what I mean? So you're like going like you, like oh, you mean like they like they don't get like your they don't, they don't get your craft. They don't, they don't do research on what I've done. And so, okay, this person has, they don't know who I am. So I take over the whole conversation Mm -hmm. and I'm doing the podcast. So we're trained to do that though. I think like some of us know how to talk and just, if this person's lost, I don't want this to be a shitty show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But they don't research you um, or like, you know, like, oh, I loved you in the RTC. I'm like, that was Ivory. So, so it's kind of like a uh, oh, look at me. That's ivory. That was ivory. They thought I was ivory when they were interviewing me. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, that's happened. Um, of course, I'm not going to repost it. Like, if it's a bad interview, I'm like, don't even tag me. I, I'll hide it, like that kind of stuff. But um, 
I'm flattered because I think Ivory's drop dead gorgeous, and we get confused all the time at conventions. All the time, mm -hmm. we look alike, and we're we same personality. And um, uh, but when they think I'm really like, you know, I love how was it being like with a straight like it, it, the questions. I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't think they know who I am. Um, but then I don't want to bury myself by going. This is I'm not going to go. You don't know what you're talking about. This interview is over. I'm not going to be like one of those people. Mm -hmm. So I'll just intervene and just go. I did this, and I'll you know try to talk about myself like as a fan would, but not pompous, not conceited. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that hat was too hot. <laughs> well, I don't want to keep you uh, too long. I know we've already. Do you have any questions that we did not um, cover? Um, I mean, I, I just had, um, I was going to ask you about, cause obviously you returned in the 2021 Royal Rumble. Obviously I was going to ask like, what was like, what was like kind of like your reception? Cause I mean, I'm assuming after so long of not being there, it must've they been. Me two, Mike, they told me two weeks to get ready for the wrestling match. Like you two weeks cannot before. train yourself um, to be ready in the ring without getting in the ring. Mm -hmm. And so I bought a, a, freaking $150 recumbent bike, trying to get my cardiovascular. I ordered, which I have my rumble outfit right here. I called Jolene. Um, you can follow her Instagram by Jolene. I have another outfit getting made by C. Lopez Design. But I had this outfit. Whoops, sorry. Oh, yeah. There. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. I wear this on my conventions. I, I'm, I'm, I think, the only wrestler that wears gear. But, um, <laughs> well, you so, stand out then. That's good. Well, because I feel like people don't want to meet Lisa. Like, they want to meet, they want to meet the person they watched. Yeah. yeah. I, mm -hmm. I try to put my extra effort in there. But um, I was so blown up. But um, you'll see me as you if you watch it back, me on my entrance, I'm walking down. And I've never seen what it looks like on the computers, like when people are watching. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I'm nervous, of course. But once my music hits, it, I'm ready to rock and roll, right? And um, I looked, I go, Oh, this is, this is, in my head, I'm like, wow, this, wow, COVID has just changed life. Those right? little TV screens. Yeah. yeah, and you see faces, and so I wanted to take a moment, like, to, like, wow, this is freaking cool. There's still a live audience. I think I would have been more nervous that there was a live crowd, um, especially coming back for so many years. But I went, um, uh, there was one point when someone um, shit can me, which means throw me out of the ring and I mm -hmm. grab the, the camera guy's leg he goes you okay and I go oh, I'm so blown up oh my god I'm out of breath I'm like you know I can't prepare for the match in two weeks it's impossible to do the cardiovascular and be in shape for that you know what I mean and then get my gear I flew in three days early and stay hidden I didn't even tell my parents I was going to Florida um because I, I thought they would say, hey, good luck in WWE, you know, welcome back. I just didn't want anybody to know. So I stayed hidden. Only Jillian and Mickey James knew. Oh, wow. Tori didn't even know. And um, it was very emotional. I cried all day. Um, it was, it was, it was so great. It was so, I'm sorry, so emotional, but yeah. it, I just appreciated what I've done. You know what I mean? It was a validation kind of like, you know, because um, again, like I tell you, Mike, we're like normal people. You know, I might get recognized once in a while in Walmart. I don't walk around with this makeup on. 
So I'm in a ponytail. This is a fancy workout gear because I'm on your show. But mm -hmm. I'm, I'm normal, like no makeup, baseball cap, not even, not sparkly baseball cap, just a normal with my reading glasses and stuff like that. And um, I was so nervous when I came out, there was not going to be a reaction. And um, because I've been out of the business so long. And so I was like, God, no one's going to even know who I am and that kind of stuff. You kind of self-doubt. You're a little bit insecure still going back. And um, when I saw all the videos, you can see uh, I, I reposted them on my Instagram, like the reaction from people like watching it. Oh, my God. And they start crying. I was like, I watched them once. I couldn't watch them again. It was just so emotional. And just I kept them going outside. And they're like, what are you doing? And I go, I, I just I, I think COVID ruined me being around so many people. I was just so overwhelmed. I'm like, what if they're going to be disappointed in my you know, I haven't wrestled in so long. I'm doing all these moves. I'm like, and haven't been watching all the product. So I'm like, who's who? And I'm like, and then they all were starting to bump and feed for me. And I was like, oh, what's going on? This is too much. Because I, you know, as a heel, I got my ass kicked, you know, until like a certain moment, right? The heat. But I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm getting all my moves in. And Nikki and Tori kept on pulling me aside and Bailey um and um oh my god there was just uh so many people that pulled me aside um not a lot not a lot i'm gonna be honest with you there's just a very handful of people pulling me aside going you know you deserve to be here like remember who you are you're freaking victoria and i'm like i, I gotta remember my repertoire i'm like i'm so out of the loop i'm like what am i doing here i'm not ready i gave me two weeks i wish i was in better shape i'm like i gained 30 pounds like you know, you start self-doubting yourself, but yeah. it was epic and just a lovely experience. And to be part of that locker, I even did a cheers. They had champagne back there. I did a cheers. Like, thank you for being so open arms. Welcome me as, you know, old has been back in your locker room. You know, you know, when some of us old people come back, you're just like still going. You, you know, sometimes when you go to a locker room, you know, they look at you like, what is she doing here? Is she coming back? Mm -hmm. So you're like, you, you can read their face because as wrestlers, you can read our face. There's We sell everything. So if, you, if we're lying, you know when we're lying because this is our business. You sell on camera with your face. And so you read that and you're like, well, wow, am I not welcome here? It's like, it's just a lot of self-doubting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, I'm 52 and it was just... It was incredible, Mike. It was, I think someone said I didn't feel welcome. Like there was some clickbait that someone said that Lisa wasn't treated back when I got back. And I was like, I never said this. <laughs> I don't know who they're listening to. They must get me confused with somebody else. I don't know. Never said that. And um, unfollowed the freaking podcast because I'm like, that's not what I said. It was a clickbait. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, made me look bad and not appreciative. And, you know, I wouldn't be Victoria. I mean, like these comic cons without the fans, without WWE, without TNA, Impact Wrestling, all the indies, like uh, all that kind of stuff. I, I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't pay, pay my bills. And I'm very appreciative that I get to do what I still enjoy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know. I, I, I love your. Kind of sickening. It's sickening. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo I love your approach and just your overall outlook on like the entire thing, you know, like the fact that like 
you're you're humble, but you also like are willing to like give credit where it's also due to like you know. Do you think, Mike? Too like I don't know how many people you interview. Do you think it's our age? Like when we grow up, like um, maybe experiencing out like after being in that limelight and then experiencing real world to look back like um, appreciating what we did and then like going trying to transition back into normal like what do we do after wrestling and thank god for comic cons thank god i'm a huge fan of comic cons and stuff like that that's you know you know everybody's like what do you do for a living i go i'm embarrassed to say i do comic cons (laughs) (laughs) if there's somebody that's not a wrestling fan i go oh i work at comic cons oh what do you do i go oh you know i just i i help run the show like you know set up and all that kind of stuff which i'm not lying i'm not i am setting up my own table (laughs) but i don't want to be pompous like i do autographs you know what i mean i'm very appreciative and um to get to meet to all these like you know i'm a attack on titan and like all these other celebrities you know i mark out big time and yeah yeah i love it i just love that life And, and everybody the nerds the nerds and the geeks like myself are the superstars so I always look for the cosplayers. I'm like, excuse me, can I take a picture with you? You want a picture with me? And I go, oh, I love I love that show. I love that show. I want to take a picture with you. I'm not part of the show. I go, I love your costume. I don't care. You know, mm-hmm. so they, yeah, they're the superstars. The, the tables are turned. And I love that. I love to see them, their face light up when you want to get a picture with them, you know? That's yeah. the most rewarding part. Isn't it? Yeah. It is. It is. I love them. You mm-hmm. gotta go to New York Comic Con. Have you been to a Comic Con? No, this would be my first one if I go. Yeah, you need to go. It, you need to go. It's it is. It's an experience. Um, the first one you're like not gonna understand. You're just like, wow, oh, everybody's dressed up and all this other stuff. But um, hear me still? Yeah. I'm I'm echoing the microphone. But uh, go there. Go there. Open heart, open mind. I guarantee you're gonna find like ten friends you become best friends with. <laughs> I'll remember but, who told me. So it's it's a bonding experience. Like for me, like all my Attack and Titan people, my Batman, like the, the shows I watch. They're like, you know, I'll see someone dressed. I'm like, do you remember me? I go, yeah, you were dressed as Attack. Like you, you were dressed as Mikasa. Like, yeah. or, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's, it's a bond and no judging people. There's no, like, back in my day generations, there's no, like, oh, he's a nerd. He's a geek. He's this. Like, the stereotyping, there's none of that. Everybody's mm-hmm. accepted. Accepted. And wrestling fans are, it's not a taboo anymore. It's embraced. It's embraced. There you go. You like that? You like that, Mike? Love it. Love I was very, very passionate on this. I might very. have to schedule my um, next one because I give so much to the first one that I feel like I'm slacking on this next podcast. So I'm like, let me be fresh. Yeah. So different Lisa mood. You know what I mean? But yeah. Mike, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, don't forget, like, my just my closing. Follow Sokal Val, Nikki James. We have a show on YouTube. It's God TV show, youtube.com slash God TV show. And we just drink wine. We're in a pajamas. We just talk with old friends, not strictly about wrestling, 
we make that we're trying to accept like we're not accept we're trying to introduce new genres um to our show and just kick back and just shoot the shit and just it's a fun show just talking about real life real yeah. life not just wrestling there you go guys go uh subscribe to that when you can and uh, thank you so much again <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. All right. Don't go too broke in New York. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> I'm going to say both of you. Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs>